Peace, y'all, and welcome to Lonnie G Speaks, the podcast where I share my journey of healing and liberating myself as a Black woman in modern times. I'm a spiritual mentor and intuitive healer for Black women, and here is where I'll share the ups, downs, and insights I've learned on how I've chosen to get free. On the journey, I'm here to help my sisters along the way. I post weekly episodes, so come back every Sunday to get your rants, realness, and tea with me, Lonnie G. What's up? Oh my God. I know it's been a long time, but it is 1-11 as I record this for you today. And I'm very excited to be here. And and I just re-listened to my intro. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be every Sunday. Also, excuse my fridge. I have a very loud fridge that makes a random noise. It's an older fridge. And you're going to hear that in the back of this. Okay, this is self-produced. So we ain't, we don't know how to quite mute out the background noise yet. Okay, thanks. But I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that I have been gone for a while. I've been gone since I think November. It is now (laughs) August. Whoa. Um, (laughs) This year has been going by ridiculously fast. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, I feel very in shock. Um. Cause I, this time last year, I'm, I was in the middle of my, I was in day two of my seven day retreat, the get your shit together retreat. And that feels like that was just a few months ago. So I'm, I'm in shock right now, but I appreciate you, my listener, my sister in spirit. I appreciate you for coming back to listen to this podcast. This is a a baby of mine. It's been with me, honestly, throughout my entire healing journey. I started originally recording this podcast at the very beginning of my healing journey. It was a way for me to talk about what was confusing to me, what I was processing, what downloads I was I was getting at that time, which I didn't know were downloads, and just sharing what it is that I was learning along the way. And so this episode is no different. As you can see by the title already, we are talking about focus, you know, how it helps to release resistance. And of course, I'm going to be sharing some stories about my personal experience with this and what has been going on with me for the past, I don't even know how many months was that? November to December, Jesus Christ, (laughs) I'm not good at math, but I feel like it's been about, I guess, seven, eight months. So we need to catch up. So first and foremost, if you have been here since the beginning, I love you. Thank you. I think there's this feature now where people can send in voice notes to like, to me. I'm not 100% sure, but if this is a thing, please send me a voice note and be like, gang, gang, we ain't here, we back. And tell me what you've been up to the past over half a year. How about that? So I'm going to just get right into it because I'm not trying to have you out here all day. We all know that I can talk forever. So I want to get right into today's topic. And kind of tell you how I came about getting to this topic, really. So honestly, in my life right now, focus has been coming up a lot. Like being focused, remaining focused, like what is your vision? What are you working towards? And showing up in alignment with that. And the title of today's episode came from just thinking about my own experience with like how when I became focused, there was really no resistance in my life like things flowed when I became focused on what it is that I wanted and I put aligned action behind that there really wasn't anything for me to overcome besides myself and and you know we hear all the time like you got to get out of your own way I have had to repeatedly get out of my own way over and over and over again 
And so it's funny because recently I just um, watched Focus with Will Smith because, you know, I was on Tubi, I, you know, I know Tubi ain't the most popular thing, but I was on there and I saw Focus. I was like, oh, I realized I've never seen that movie and I wanted to see it. And so I be taking spiritual messages out of everything. If you're like me, I'm very much that girl. Okay. And what stood out to me, what Will Smith, I, don't even, I think his character's name was Nikki. What he said in that movie was like, you got to pay attention because anybody can distract you. And I think right now, at this time that we're in, it's important for us to remain focused, right? There's a lot of things going on in the world. And I'm not saying ignore what's going on in the world. I'm not saying be oblivious. I very much choose obliviousness, oblivion. <laughs> but you don't have to be that girl. You can very much still watch the news, still, you know, stay abreast of what's going on in, in the world. And um, I guess focus on your endeavors. I personally, that don't gel with me because that in it is just low vibrational whenever I tap into um that type of news as far as like what's going on with the collective. I I take my news from my community, my tribe personally. Judge me if you want. This is just what works for me right now. And so what came up for me when I was watching that movie and thinking about in general focus, I thought about my most recent experience with how my focus on what I wanted released all resistance to me getting that in a matter of weeks. Okay. So I truly don't know where to start because a lot has happened, y'all. I will say that when I was recording my last episodes last year, um, I was very much in another dark night of the soul. And this actually started right after my retreat uh, last year. So it was like September all the way through March, like craziness. Um, and so during that time, I was not able to pay my rent. My business has stopped being sustainable for me. It stopped being like a good source of income. So I had to start picking up gigs and doing other things on the side. And um, it was a very disheartening time for me. You know, after having my peak uh, in my business, as far as I was concerned, of being able to host a seven-day retreat and, like, it be successful, that was incredibly exciting for me. And then after that, to not really be able to get clients, I was very confused. Um, but looking back on it now, I, see, I can see that I, I had some work to do. And I've been doing that work in the meantime. So I'm very grateful for that. But so basically, I'm telling you the story to give you kind of like the background to the real story of me, my focus release and my resistance. Okay, y'all know, if anybody knows me, I got to go around the block one at least one time to give you the full scope of what I'm telling you for you to actually receive it. Okay, that's just how I tell stories. If you don't, you know, mesh with that, that's okay, sis, that's okay. But let's get into it. So um, I was really doing my best I could to pay rent, but it was never able to pay, be paid in full. And at this time, I also had my roommate move out. And so I was no longer in this place of covering my own room. I had to cover another room and I couldn't find a roommate. And then I was like, wait, I don't want a roommate. I can afford this on my own. Very much delusional. You know, I was not <laughs> in a grounded space at all. I just was in a lot of transition at one time. And it was overwhelming for me. And the way for me to cope was it was kind of like spiritual bypassing. I was like, my ancestors gonna show up 
they're gonna do what they do and they're looking at me like girl if you don't go get a motherfucking job like <laughs> what are you talking about so I I had to do that work so I started getting gigs I started doing cleaning gigs which actually developed another business venture for me um I don't want to do cleaning but I do have another business now y'all it's called the reset home organization services and I basically work with women and mothers to help them organize their home and get the reset that they need you know like if you're a new mom and you haven't really uh adjusted to life with a baby even if you've been a mom before like having another baby is a different thing and so I originally started working on this with one of my close friends because she had just become a mom again for the third time and um she was like I need to get my home in order and so she was like my pilot client and so I was doing that with her then I started doing cleaning and stuff like that so anyway so I started doing these other gigs right but they still were not cutting it they were not helping me to get pay all of my rent and I was just like struggling out here and so eventually my landlord, she was like, at first, I understand, I understand, like, you know, we are in a pandemic still. I know you're an entrepreneur, all these other things. But then it got to a point where she could not extend me any more grace because she had things that she had to pay for. And so I was on the verge of an eviction, y'all. Like I was very much like about to be get out of my house. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And at that time when she told me that, I thought my world was over. So because I've experienced home insecurity multiple times before, and it was just very triggering for me, especially being in Houston, where like I have friends that I consider family, but none of them were in a place to like house me if like I was homeless or anything, or at least that's what I thought. And so I was just like, wow, I'm so alone. Like I came out to Houston for what? To just be evicted? Like all these things are going through my mind. And so initially, you know, when I felt like the rug was snatched from underneath me, I very much was, woe is me, um, but I had a very quick turnaround. And that switch kind of flipped for me when I was like, I have no choice but to get out of this situation. And I know that I can get out of this situation, so what we finna do, right? I had to really get real and say, okay, what do I want? What can I afford? What can I do? Like, And I'm still applying for jobs in the meantime, right? So... It's crazy because I had gotten the offer letter for a job like the a few days before she told me, like, you got to go, sis. <laughs> so I was like, I have a job now, though. And it was just like, what is happening? Like, I thought I was just making a step towards, you know, what's best for me. And then I got knocked back down. But it was actually working out for my highest good because there was a lot of energy in that home of, you know, just I had a bad experience with my previous roommates that were there with me. And I just needed a reset. And so I needed to get out of that home. But of course, I didn't want it to be based on an eviction. But I ultimately, sometimes spirit going to kick you out if you ain't ready to move when, you, when it's time to move. And so she told me that I had a few weeks, basically. And so I tried to start looking for places on my own. That did not really work out well because a lot of people, I, I like to rent privately. And the people that I was communicating with they didn't take me seriously because I'm a tenant. They're not they're not responding to me and stuff like that. I end up going getting connected with this woman. She does spiritual work here in Houston. She knew of a real estate agent and she connected me with her. And in a matter of two weeks, I had my keys to my new place. And then I think another week later, I moved in. So that was a very quick, okay. And so 
that came about because I got focused. So what I did was I sat with it, what, what, what I was feeling, my home insecurity, like really, really got clear, like what is going on right now? And not really in the space of like, how did I get here? What mistakes did I make? But like, what is happening in this moment? And what do I want to happen? Like y'all know if y'all have worked with me as a client or you've heard me talk about my work with clients, the first step is figuring out where you are and then figuring out where you want to be. So you can close that gap. So I had to sit with it. What's happening right now? I have to leave where I live. Okay. And I have to find a place to live that is within the budget of my offer letter that I just got from this job. Because at this point, I can't wait until I get a check or two or three. I have to tell the, I have to start looking for places now. So I sat with it. Then I wrote down what I wanted. I was like, this is the type of apartment I want. These are the types of things I want to have in there. This is what I want to have access to. And I got even more specific. I was like, I want to stay in my same neighborhood because I love my neighborhood. I want to still be able to go on walks in the same places I go on walks, like all the things. And this was all before I got in contact with that real estate agent. Why? The third place I looked at, the third place I looked at had everything I wanted, except for, I think it was one thing that they didn't have. I forgot. I, I need to find the list. I don't know where it is, but I put it somewhere in my house. And it's it's like even the little things. I was like, I wanted to be well lit in every room. Now I'm in a studio now, but there's still... If you saw where I lived, you could see how it's kind of broken up. There is light everywhere. I have a skylight. Like, there's all the things that I wanted, I have. And that came about because, again, I sat with it. I wrote it down. And I set a date. So I had had a date to be out of there. She didn't evict me, but she told me, like, girl, this is the last straw, basically. So grateful for that because I did not want an eviction on my record. Okay, I'm an adult out here now. so I set a date and that I had to get out. Like, and I, and I set it for me before the date that she told me I had to be out because just in case I wanted to make sure I was covered. And the reason that we set a date for things, like I say this to my clients, I say this to myself, like we can't just say like, this is something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, right? Set a date for something because it'll put a fire under your own ass to get up and do what you got to do. It'll help you to work backwards. One of my friends told me that uh, she's also a coach and she was like, you, we, we, ha- we can have a big vision, but like when you put a finite date on it and say like, by this date, this will be done. You're going to have to get up and do something. So I set a date. And what I also did was every single day I spoke what I wanted. I said, thank you for my new apartment. Thank you for it being within my price range. Thank you for my landlord being great. Thank you for my neighbors being great. Thank you for, I was thanking the divine for everything that I wanted, everything that I was calling in. And even when the doubt crept up, I would speak to it, right? I would hold space for my emotions, you know, my my anger at the situation I was in, my disappointment with myself for allowing me to get there, my frustration with, you know, why it took so long for me to get a job and then I get a job right before I'm about to get kicked out. Like all the things I held space for those. And I also affirmed what I'm calling in because I think it's unrealistic to act like, you know, fear won't come up, doubt won't come up. You know, when when it comes to miracles, which I very much know that this was a miracle, one that I helped to co-create, 
but the timing of it, everything, how everything came together, it was very miraculous. It felt miraculous. I couldn't, even, I was in disbelief for probably like two weeks after that I had even moved and how everything fell together, how, how, how it did. And I wouldn't have gotten there. I don't think if I didn't allow myself to continue to cry, <laughs> right. To continue to feel how I felt because those emotions ultimately could have been, you know, overshadowing the high vibrations that I was feeling about what I was calling in. If I didn't allow them to move through me and leave me, they would have def definitely crept up again. So I had to hold space for my emotions authentically. And then I had to speak to the doubt that, that arose for me. And then I had to affirm what I was calling in. And so I did that every single day. So this is what I'm talking about with like remaining focused. If you're focused on something, that's something that's at the forefront of your mind when you waking up throughout the day, when you go to bed, like, you know, every day, every time I had a thought about it, I'm like, thank you for my new apartment. Just get excited about it. Like all the things. And then also, like, I still had moments of disbelief. Like even when they approved me to get into the apartment, because another thing was I'm working on my credit. I was scared to get approved. Like, am I going to get approved? All these other things. So I got approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a moment. Then I, doubt kept coming up again. I was like, just because you approved don't mean you're going to get the place. So I had to speak to that doubt. I had to, you know, honor where it was coming from and just reach out for the support to continue to be affirmed in like what it is that I was calling in for myself. And ultimately what I feel manifestation has become for me, my process of manifestation of deliberate, intentional manifestation and alchemizing my circumstances is surrendering and being empowered. And that is something that I just learned how to do. I was more so focused on surrendering, but the way I surrendered was in such a low vibrational way. It was me saying, well, there's nothing I can do. Not saying like, okay, spirit, I allow you to reveal to me what my next best step is based on these circumstances. Like what is going on? <laughs> I'm going to surrender to what is happening and I'm going to adapt. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to be flexible. I'm going to honor that this is my path versus, um, oh shit, well, ain't nothing I can do. This crazy, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? Like I was very much that type of person. I had lost my power. I didn't take back any of my power to change anything. I, I was not the alchemist of my life. I was very much just being a victim to my life. And this came as a shock to me because I spent my life days now working with other black women, helping other black women to do just the opposite of what it is that I was doing. But, you know, the, the universe has a funny way of revealing yourself to yourself. And so what I wanted to share with you today as you really invite focus into your life, invite, you know, intention into what you are focused on, really embody the energy and the balanced energy of surrendering, being, you know, a person that is OK with surrendering and also being empowered. So this looks like accepting what is happening and making a choice of what you want to see happen and move towards that. So again, my example of me, like my landlord telling me, Hey girl, you got to go. <laughs> and I can surrender to the fact that, all right, these are my circumstances. This is what is happening. And I can remain empowered and say, what am I going to do about it? Because I have the power. I know that. 
And it's, it's been proven to me time and time again. And so do you over your life. If there's a situation you're in right now that you feel disempowered about, that you feel like you don't know what to do, trust me, you can find the next best step. Just ask the divine, what is, what is your ask of me today? What can I do today to take one step towards what it is that I want? And so in order for you to, to even make that ask, you have to know what you want. You have to say what you want, even with the fear, even when you're trembling in your boots. The divine says, what do you want? You have to respond with certainty. This is what I desire. Okay. And it's okay for our desires to change. And likely they will as you evolve, as you, you know, even as you maybe you get that thing and you realize, ah, actually, I don't want that. That's not really what I wanted. Then you can ask the divine again. Actually, thank you for that. Thank you for sending that to me because it is what it is. That is what I wanted. And now I have a different ask. And that's okay. So how we get there, though, is being willing to ask, being willing to go after it. And that's one thing for me that's coming up right now in this phase of my life as I've become more focused, as I've become more clear about what it is that I want. I am a lot more comfortable making the ask. And I'm also asking the divine for confidence to go after what I want. Because it's one thing to say, yeah, give me that opportunity. (laughs) It's another to be ready for that opportunity. It's another to, you know, put yourself out there when the opportunity presents itself. That's, That's a part of it as well. And so when we're talking about what it is that we're manifesting, what it is we're calling into the 3D, we have to also ask for what we need to sustain that, for what we need to go get it. You know what I'm saying? So that was just my experience with that. Um, a little synopsis of what it is that I've been working through and what it is that I'm super excited about um, moving forward. So I, I, I am going to share with y'all the projects that I have coming down the pipeline that I hope you can be a part of, whether you are in Houston or not, but it's mostly tailored to my Houston folks at this time. So, but be sure to let me know. Um, follow me on TikTok and um, comment on one of my videos telling me like what it is that you are deciding to do what it is that you are focused on right now. And, you know, we can go back and forth talking about like what it looks like to be focused on that. Cause like I said, it's morning, noon and night. All right. Morning, noon and night. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. That was basically the big chunk of content that I had for you. But I did want to talk about what you can expect from this space moving forward because I realized that part of my hiatus was about my fear um, around showing up in this space, especially inconsistently, and and that's in air quotes. Um, I am very much in the space of honoring my fluidity and honoring what I feel called to do. And every Sunday, I don't feel called to share a podcast episode, (laughs) at least the past, however many Sundays that have passed, I haven't felt that way. But I know one thing I am working on in my life right now is consistency. There goes my fridge again. Is consistency, is discipline. And um, I'm I'm working through that in different ways. I shared, I think, um, on TikTok. And just like in life, if you're in one of my close, you know, quarters, you know that I'm working on, you know, holding myself accountable with different things and working towards things every single day. 
Um, this podcast is something that I'm very excited about. I'm very proud of that has lasted this long. We're at episode 30. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and we've been here since 2019, babes. <laughs> but I'm very excited for this space to be able to have this space and to, you know, communicate with y'all in this way. And I also want, I also want to honor, you know, I don't want to come on here with a forced message. Now, I also know that I'm in transparency and in full like awareness of myself. If I am focused on building this community, I will, I'll come up with topics for every Sunday, but I'm telling you in this moment, I'm focusing on other things. So podcast episodes, may not be every week, they may not be every month. Um, but for damn sure, I'm not going to disappear for another eight months. That is not my intention or goal. I do want to come back and record regularly. Um, once I get some other things settled and more grounded in my life, I'll be able to like put out a podcast schedule for y'all because I can like fit it into my life. I want to make it fit in to what I have going on right now. But there's a, quite a bit of things that I'm working on. And so that's what I wanted to share with y'all. So first and foremost, you know, love in the journey. We're back in action, babe. Um, I am not quite actively taking clients at this moment, but I'm getting prepared for that. I'm preparing some curriculum, um, specifically why I wanted to share for people that are in Houston, Black women that are in Houston. Uh, for Loving the Journey, I will be bringing um, some curriculum, a program. It's a six-week program that I want to host here for you know about seven women where we meet once a week on the weekends at you know a very sacred space that I have found here in Houston to continue the healing work and so I already have some curriculum built out but I really want to flesh it out just a bit more I'm not in a rush for this one of my soul sisters reminded me that this is something that I want to last long term and so I want to make sure that I can flesh it out now we're not going to be uh, analysis paralysis but I definitely want to put some time and intention into fleshing this content out because y'all know I've created a lot of things, workshops, group coaching programs, my three month one, my four week one. And so this one's going to be a six week one. And I want to put specific intention into that. And so that's coming soon for Love and the Journey. So be on the, be on the lookout for that. And then also I am a one of the keynote speakers at an event here in Houston on Saturday, September 10th called the Mirror Mirror Workshop. It is a beautiful event created by Yinka, the owner of My Snatch Shop. I think that's what it's called. Excuse me if I'm wrong. I did not have the notes for that part pulled up. I'm just kind of freeballing it right here. But it is an, it is an event for mothers and daughters to heal, right? And so we're, it's going to be a beautiful experience. So there's, the, there's an event from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., which I will be featured at as one of the keynote speakers. And I'll be talking about my ARC framework, y'all know I've talked about it many, many times as a part of my Art of Mothering Yourself workshop. And I feel like it was in divine alignment for me to talk about this as it pertains to mothers and daughters, Black mothers and daughters healing their relationships. So if you are a Black woman in Houston or nearby Houston and you want to heal your relationship with your mother um, or just like start that work or just, you know, have a great space dedicated to y'all's healing y'all's relationship, definitely come out. It is donation based. It is also virtual as well. So I will put the link in the show notes for you to go ahead and check it out and see what you're interested in. And there's also going to be an overnight retreat. So if you want to take part in the daytime event and do the overnight retreat, that will have much more for you. There's going to be steaming. There's going to be releasing all the, all the fun things, all the healing things. Make sure you uh, get that ticket and then attend the retreat for that. I will not be at the retreat part of it. 
I was invited to, but I have an event that day, later that night. And that's what the second part of what I wanted to share with you is the Visionary Collective. If you are on my TikTok and, or if you list, like read my emails, you know that I have co-founded an, or, an organization with my soul sister here, um, a couple of soul sisters here called the Visionary Collective. And so our mission is to create collective healing spaces for Black women in Houston and beyond. And the first events, the first series of events that we're putting on is the full moon gathering. So we'll be gathering with Black women every month through December. We've scheduled it out through December that we're this going to be our first round of events. And we have so many exciting things that we're bringing to you next year as well. But this is where we're starting. And so that will be happening. The second one will be Saturday, September 10th in the evening. And so the first one is actually Thursday, August 11th. And I'm recording this on Tuesday, August 9th. So in a couple of days, we're having our first one. And we got such a great response from the Houston community for this. I'm so grateful for y'all. Like we knew there was a need, but y'all showed up and showed out. And so we sold out very quickly um, of our free tickets. <laughs> okay, so... Um, but I will say that a lot of people that originally were interested didn't even know it was free. They just like were like, I'm interested, I'm interested. So we have garnered, I think, over like 12,000 views on the TikTok that I made about it. And we've gotten a lot of interest on Instagram as well. So this is a definitely this is definitely something that we're excited about that we're working towards growing. And we're, we're planting a very, very bountiful seed right now for our community and for ourselves. So if you are in Houston, Make sure you follow us. I mean, even if you're not in Houston, but you plan on coming here one day, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Visionary Collective HTX. We also plan, we also got some insight that people in other areas like Austin, Dallas are looking for something like this in their city. So if they haven't created it, we told them that we would come out there. So we're trying to spread the healing movement. So if you are down for that, make sure you follow us on Instagram so you can stay tuned, stay tuned with us, stay in tune with us. And we will be making an email list soon so you can like, it'll just be a better form of communication for us. So that is, those are the things that I'm working on right now. I also do have a full-time job now. I told y'all I had to get back on my feet financially. Um, and so, yeah, so I have a full-time job. I also am running my businesses and I am, you know, I'm here. I'm also back on the dating scene, but we'll talk about that in another podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ultimately, I've been enjoying the life that I've been blessed to live. So Shout out to you for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. I love you. I value you. If you haven't heard that today, I really do value you. You showing up in any space adds value. And I hope you know that. And so I love you. Again, I say I always have a hard time ending these, but I hope you have a great day. And if you can do me a favor and share this podcast episode with at least one of your soul sisters. Past it. This is how we continue to grow. This is how we continue to spread the message. We just pass it along, word of mouth, okay? So we're going back to our roots and spreading the word organically. So share this with one sis that you feel like would benefit from receiving the message on garnering and har harnessing the energy of focus in their life and the confidence to achieve what it is that they're focused on. So I thank you for listening and I hope you have a blissful day and I'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Lonnie G Speaks, the podcast. You are valued in this space. 
I hope you carry with you what you learned here today, if anything. And if we are not already in community with one another, make sure you scroll through the links in the show notes to subscribe to my email list, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and also follow me on TikTok. That is where I'm the most active at loving the journey to G's to wise. And I will see you in my next episode. I love you, sis.